Chapter 6, We Are All Addicts. When I was 16 years old, my high school woodshop teacher was John Pruitt. John was a good friend who mentored me as I became a woodworker. One day, he invited me out to lunch. As we were driving down the road in his truck, he popped open a Diet Coke and said, Man, do I love this stuff. I grimaced at him, questioning how anyone could like diet soda. But he assured me he was telling the truth. Everyone's got a vice, he said. I've never forgot him saying that, because at that moment I realized he was right. Everybody is some kind of an addict. I also realized that food had become my addiction, something I used for the purpose of feeling good. And was I ever a heavy user? A person of my size, 5 foot 10, can survive pretty well on about 2,400 calories per day. But I was eating four to 5,000 calories a day. I could easily put away 1,000 calories in a single meal. Looking back, I realized that food had become a drug for me and that the foods I was eating were actually causing me to want to eat more food. You might be skeptical. After all, I'm no scientist. I'm not a health or nutrition expert either. I don't claim to be any of these. I'm just thinking back on what was happening in my own life. I was eating foods that were creating a craving, an addiction, if you will, to eat more food. They weren't satisfying, so I kept eating more and more. I would eat a bunch of refined carbohydrates, and a short time later, I was hungry again and wanted more. I was also eating a lot of artificial sweeteners, and I'm convinced they had a detrimental effect on me. The scientific literature is not 100% certain, but there does seem to be a correlation between consuming artificial sweeteners and increased cravings for sweets. At the very least, I loved food to the point I was addicted to it. I always wanted it. If the story ended there, it would be a sad one. However, things have changed in my life. Now I love food, but for entirely different reasons than before. I'm still an addict, but I'm addicted to healthy foods. My mind and my body think about food entirely differently. I want food because it has an amazing, nourishing effect on my body. Everything about the human body is staggering. We have five finely tuned senses. We can run, walk, climb mountains. We have complex brains that allow us to create things and solve problems that no other species can. Our bodies are like Ferraris designed for great performance and amazing abilities. No one who has a car of that caliber would put cheap gas in it or take it to an average mechanic. You would treat it very special, just like you would treat your body. This is my new perspective. I'm addicted to fantastic foods that nourish my own precision engine. The only thing I want to put in it is healthy foods, fruits, vegetables, fish, only top quality fuel for me. Every time I eat well, I have this amazing feeling that comes over me as if I'm taking perfect care of my inner Ferrari. Moreover, because I am taking care of my body, I never feel ups and downs. Being a lean practitioner, I know that large swings, ups and downs are not good for productivity. In the manufacturing setting, we want evenness and consistency in everything we do. This produces the least amount of waste and ultimately produces the highest quality outcome with the fewest number of defects. My new addiction provides evenness and consistency to my physiological needs. 
Eating healthy gives me a more even, consistent appetite. I wake up in the morning and I don't have the cravings I used to have. Sure, I want to eat, but not because my body is screaming, feed me. Instead, it tells me in a calm voice, hey, let's go nourish this amazing machine. I'll give you another example. Recently, I was at a job site in Kazakhstan in the middle of nowhere. One morning, I was working hard on a project, and when lunchtime came around, I hadn't eaten for four hours. In the past, if I hadn't eaten for that long, I would be going crazy thinking, I'm starving, I've got to eat. When will the food come? I would plow through it, eating so fast, I would barely taste it. Now, because I'm addicted to healthy food, when it was time for lunch, I thought, hey, sure, let's go eat. I'm going to nourish my body. I was able to slow down and enjoy the food. In the middle of that meal, I realized my eating habits had changed because I have a fantastic new addiction, an addiction to healthy food. I never thought I would say I'm happy that I'm an addict, but I love my new addiction. I'm happy that I love food because I want it to nourish me, not because I need to gorge myself like some food maniac. If we all have an addiction to something, why shouldn't it be fantastic nourishing food that supports a healthy physiological outcome? I'm proud to say that I'm an addict of high quality food and I'm never going back to my old vices. Falling in love with good food is probably the most important component to understanding lean health and moving to a high level of personal well-being. In the past, I've always enjoyed healthy foods, but I never was in love with them. Now, I'm falling in love with food on two different levels. First, with the flavors, and second, with what it actually does to my body. It's an entirely different eating experience. In the past, if I saw pastry sitting on the counter, I would grab one and eat it, almost without thinking. Today, my mind has fundamentally changed from where it once was when I walked past some pastries. I immediately think, that's the stuff that makes me fat. That's the stuff that makes me look like a slob. Conversely, when I walk up to the counter with tomatoes, carrots, or beets on it, any kind of vegetable, I think, I've got to have that now. It is as if I have a love affair going on every time I see something natural that comes out of the ground. When I put a tomato in my mouth, not only does it taste wonderful, but I'm also releasing vitamins and nutrients to supercharge my body and make it strong, fit, and lean. And that gets me excited. The process excites others too. When I traveled to Kazakhstan for business, a man named Mateen picked me up at the airport. When I got off the plane, he looked at me and said, wow, you look good. 55-year-old men don't typically get compliments on how good they look, but he said, man, you're ripped. You look amazing. I know, I said. It was so easy, too, and I didn't know how easy it was. I feel so stupid that it took me so long to figure it out. Mateen asked me what I was doing to get in this kind of shape, and I said, you know, it's really quite simple. I just eliminated all the bad things out of my diet and focused on all the good things. More specifically, I told him, 80% of my diet is fruit and vegetables, and the balance being protein, fish, chicken, cheese, and nuts. I explained how I used to consume a lot of Splenda, buying it by the bag full and adding it to every cup of tea and coffee I drank. The very stuff I believed was helping me stay thin, though I wasn't thin, was the exact thing making me fat. As soon as I mentioned Splenda, a light came on in Mateen's mind. Wow, I'm addicted to Diet Coke, he exclaimed. 
I've been drinking three or four of them every day for 40 years. I get out of bed and the first thing I do is drink it. I said, Mateen, you will not believe what will happen to you if you wean yourself off of this stuff. Without hesitation, he said, I'll do it. Now imagine a man who's been drinking this stuff consistently for 40 years and all of a sudden he says he's going to quit. You might be somewhat skeptical, but the next day he picked me up, he said, I did it. No more Diet Coke. For the next two weeks I was in Kazakhstan, Mateen did not drink any more Diet Coke. As we ate together, I watched him and he began to focus on eating good foods. He began to eat fruits and vegetables, taking his first steps towards lean health. In such a short time, had Mateen broken his 40-year habit? Had his psychology completely changed in two weeks? Probably not. But he did take a powerful first step. He told me he now looks at Diet Coke as the black poison. His words were a powerful insight into human psychology. He had created a strong negative mental image for the beverage to discourage him from drinking it. This is exactly what I do with my own diet. I look at starches and all the cheap substitutes for real food in the world and think of them as poison. I look at them as the things that make people fat and sloppy. But I don't stop there. I also fall in love with the good aspects of healthy food. The beautiful thing about this strategy is that it's two-sided. On one side, you create negative associations with the bad food, i.e. Mateen calling Diet Coke black poison. And on the other side, you fall in love with fruits and vegetables. With these two simple steps, you move your diet towards a healthy one that will completely change the way your body feels. I'll share one other story that demonstrates some of the benefits of falling in love with good food. After two weeks in Kazakhstan, we had an executive meeting with all the top leaders of the company I was working with. At the start of the meeting, the president of the company said something that shocked me. He said, you know, Paul is not just demonstrating lean by the way he runs his company. He's not just telling us to run our company well, but he's also in good lean physical health. And I know that because I saw him with his shirt off in the sauna. He's 55 years old and he has a six pack. Then he looked around at his leadership team of eight people and said, we haven't seen this since our mid twenties and early thirties. It's all gone. Paul sets a great example for us. Think about that for a moment. We were at a board meeting of a billion dollar organization and the president was using my health as an example to be followed. That's what happens when you fall in love with good food. In addition to eating right, exercise is extremely important to health too. And the techniques of creating mind associations to change your behavior works with it as well. For example, when I see an elevator, I think of it as a death elevator because it helps me become fat and sloppy. I always used to take the elevator because it was easier, but now I want to be lean, trim, and healthy and to live to 100, which is my goal. So I take the stairs instead. The formula for great health is fairly simple. Reject negative foods. Fall in love with good foods. Create powerful connections in your mind that support the habits you want to have in your life. And you will be successful. Chapter 6, The One Thing. Create powerful connections in your mind. <laughs> 